0: The official podcast from Chrome Unbox, where we unpack everything from hardware to software in the world of Chrome and Chrome OS, so that you can be more informed on all the latest updates, changes, and devices. What's up, everyone, and welcome back to yet another episode of the Chromecast. My name is Joe Humphrey, and I'm joined here today by Gabriel Bringers. Good day. And Robbie Payne. What's up, everyone? Are you drinking the new coffee? Yeah, no, that's our... Oh, no. we're still not on the new coffee? No, no, no a I, Jar I, of the black
1: beer. So
2: I've, I figured out... I haven't figured this out. Um, it was pointed out that my mother uh, likes to open stuff up. Like she would get in a new bag of chips, for instance, coming home from Walmart, and barely make it home. Open it, take a few bites, and maybe never go touch it again. <laughs> you see where this is going? Yeah, I do. <laughs> Anyone who knows me knows that this is apparently not a trait that was learned, Uh, not to delve too far into my personal life, but my mom wasn't around. My birth mom wasn't around a whole lot while I was growing up. I was raised by my stepmom. This is not her habit. This is my birth mom's habit. Um, And my mom and I are in good shape now, but this is not something I would have developed out of watching her do it. So somehow that's like a genetic thing like it's it's somehow in my brain and so when our new beans came in yes I did open them and yes we did brew them but then I put them away and <laughs> we went back to our old stuff we'll we'll get to the new beans but and we still have a bag that we bought last week
1: week and a half ago that I opened I
2: it up immediately though didn't
1: I
0: yeah, you did. What? Like and we I'm used about to, half. I'm of. trying to figure this out. Like, what I is it? You want everything.
1: You're not going to figure about it out. it. Oh, I know.
2: Literally I'm thinking everything. about like
0: your golf clubs. As soon as your golf clubs came in, like you couldn't open do them. anything other open than them. open your golf clubs. Like there was no work to be done. And once I got them open, I just set them to the side. <laughs> yeah, it's on. like you were. You were.
2: I just wanted to see them, and feel them for a second, you know. But same thing with Chromebooks. Chromebook yeah. comes in. I'm like, going look at it. No. I want to see it. Touch it. Yeah. Check it out, and yeah. then I'm done. But then you'll put it down, and it's it's done. Yeah. So that's yeah, there really you go. funny. Chrome unboxed. Yeah. Happened because of that. <laughs> a, genetic, a genetic tick that I have. That's so what this is all from. It
0: explains everything. Yeah. That's really funny. So there you go. Derailed. Yeah. Derailed us. Right from the start. Well, you took a sip of coffee. In. Yeah, you t- took a sip of coffee. So that's why I was, I was bringing it the coffee. Fresh roasted coffee. Amazing. We I just did so so we got a uh, what is this new this one is called? Now our third, our third. Um, so we started with Blackbeard's Revenge. Yeah. No, we started, no we started with Tiger, Tiger Nebula. Nebula. Yep. Blackbeard's Revenge was we've
1: been
2: on for months. Now yeah. we're on
0: Dark Nebula. Dark Nebula. I yeah. knew it was similar, so, similar to the first. So we one.
2: only we only brewed a couple cups of it. it it's is, good. It's fantastic. But we need I don't to get, know that
0: I've had a cup yet. Did I you not have one? No, because remember, the, remember like, the other day, I was like, Are these the new beans? As I was going to make, because I, oh, I normally yeah. only have one cup of coffee a day. And so, yeah. Yeah, I think we had the quills and the I think we had the two bit others. And yeah. remember, yeah. I grabbed that jar and I was like, Are these it? And you were like, Nah, it's still the old ones. I was like, Whatever. I'll yeah. get, to, so it we 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 get had, to it. I think we have two jars left of the small jars left of
2: the last batch of Blackbeard. Yeah. Um, and then our coworker who uses our uh, coffee machine, he brings in coffee regularly mm-hmm. to kind of help fill. And his is all Blackbeard's Revenge, Mm -hmm. too. So, my thought is he just got his in like a day
0: after ours. So, we'll go ahead and get to the new stuff after starting next week. Yeah. Uh But, um,
1: taking a jar home. It is fun. It's been fun to
0: try (laughs) new ones. I mean, everything we've gotten from them has been good. My mom's been ordering from them and and really really likes, yeah. She's gotten a couple different ones. I'm trying to get my dad, too, Mm because he he gets like a couple different Starbucks now. Yeah. He's he's got a
2: Cuisinart, you know, it does the grind and brew all in one. And it makes a pretty decent cup of coffee. Um, but yeah, a lot of times I'm like, just go. Put yeah. Put decent coffee in it. Yeah, it'll be cheaper be than it, what yeah, it's he's way buying. cheaper. And it's way better. So. Yeah. only trying, heard especially if you him. do the subscription,
1: if you do yeah. the subscription, it's yeah. yeah sure. and and we've only had pretty pretty one, regular, one so. person, uh the guy in our office that that buys also. He had one batch that was not right, but I, I but, think it was just a misroast. roast. And, but and if it, you mess it. They took it back. Yeah, if you message them they'll send you a new one.
0: yeah, great service. Uh yeah, I guess I guess this is a this has turned into an ad go. here. It's I didn't, an ad to spot. I didn't mean for it to be, but it is. Because yeah, we just, love it. It's good stuff. Yeah. This isn't. forward really, slash coffee. Yeah. it is. Go really, check it out. Really
2: not. Is a, that a thing? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, huh, cool. But it's not. Th- yeah. This is not. This wasn't planned, obviously. No. Uh, no. And it's just an easy. Uh, we like well, those kind it, of things. We like partnerships where it's. This is actually stuff we use, yeah. that we endorse, that we like. Uh, well, and, no strings
0: attached. And it's for just, anyone who's a awesome. coffee drinker, you know. Um, it's something you it's something it's that that's it's a part of your life. It's something you do for most people almost every day. So why not spend a little bit of extra time? Honestly, you don't have to spend any more money because it ends up being no, it's cheaper. It ends up being cheaper than going and, and buying whole beans at the store and you're getting a much much better. Can quality you remember product. the no, last
1: time you went an entire day without a cup of coffee? I, I do it, I do
0: it on the weekends. I I do frequently. it on the weekends really? quite a bit, yeah. Do you
1: do you have other caffeine that you intake?
2: No, not much. Mm. Really?
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, I did have I, a... I have
2: a soda every once in a while at home, but... Shock, yeah.
1: no headaches or anything? Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. Now, if I have, like, if Wednesday, Thursday, Friday or something, I'm drinking a ton of coffee, and then I just go... Because a lot of what will happen is Saturday, I'll we'll get up and do something at the house, and then I'll get called up doing whatever, and just kind of forget, you know, or, or, or I'm not in a place where I can go get a cup of coffee, and so... Time will go yeah. by, and I'm like, oh, no,
0: I didn't have any coffee, coffee today. Yeah,
2: and yeah. if I've had a bunch at the end of the week, yeah, I'll I'll get a slight little tension headache from yeah. probably just my body wanting it. But yeah, in
0: general, now I'm, I'm in but, good shape. But yeah, I mean, if it, if it's something that you're, you know, if you are a coffee drinker, which I mean, a lot of people are, or they have tea also. So if you're a tea person, they've got a ton of tea <laughs> options on there. But you know, go ahead and it's it, those are the things you can you can spend a little bit of time and get a great value reward yes. from just a little bit of time of going on their website and picking out we use ours in our espresso machine so we we're getting some blends and stuff that are yeah. specific to that but uh my mom's tried a couple different ones and has liked everything so i'm not going to lie i miss um the single origin
2: uh exploration stuff i, I sure we don't we don't really brew we i mean we've yeah. got a really nice espresso machine and obviously we're going to use it it's super convenient and it makes a such a, a rich cup. creamy cup of coffee that yeah. is it's i would, I would anything else. stick it up next to anybody's americano or drip brewed coffee in any coffee shop <sighs> anywhere and be like look you you yeah. very well might like this better like yeah, it it's, makes a it's fantastic a very cup. good cup of coffee it's so, out of a
0: out of a 600 espresso yeah. machine too like and that people sometimes i tell them that and they're like Six hundred. You paid six hundred dollars for. Yeah, but we use it every day. Yeah. it's way cheaper than going and getting a cup of coffee. Oh, it is paid for like so. Oh, it's yeah. paid for itself tenfold. Probably yeah. paid for
2: itself month one. Let's be honest. And so, yeah, I mean, I you know the, the espresso is nice and it makes great coffee and I yep. love our coffee and I really don't ever think like uh, I kind of wish we could do something else. I just miss a yeah. little bit. The whole trying exploration of trying Yirgacheffe because <laughs> there's multiple Ethiopian <laughs> Yirgacheffes and and oh this is washed and unwashed and this one was from this yeah. elevation and all that kind of yeah. stuff and you fun. get the right single origin in with the right yeah.
0: brew method and it's like oh <laughs> my god yeah. that's a yeah, whole a thing a Chemex or something and we have those methods I just I'm too lazy Honestly, to mess with the more. little bun that we had over at my house for a while was making it a good great. pot yep. yeah. Uh, yeah a standard it's bun very good.
2: brews really good you have pour overs you got arrow presses but they all use a lot more physical coffee than the espresso. That's the other thing. Espresso is great flavor. Uh, and and then it's cheaper too, because it takes less coffee to make a, yeah. you know, when I'm, when I'm talking about a 12 ounce, like standard kind of cup of coffee. Yeah. Um, it, it takes half the yeah. amount of actual beans to make an, uh, an Americano. Yep. But it's also half ca- caffeine and stuff right. and drip.
0: So right, you know, which I mean, people if you're are like you, you drink
2: know. three cups of coffee, I'm like, eh, it's yeah. more like I drink like a cup.
0: They're and like, half. they're like, and, and people always my espresso. You know, so, yeah, my brother, so my, my brothers are right? like, you drink espresso? Isn't that super caffeinated? I'm like, no. Go <laughs> to go to Starbucks and get one of their big drinks. It's gonna have 300 milligrams of caffeine yeah. in it. And your espresso has like
2: 60. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's that's per volume. Sure, espresso is highly caffeinated, but. I'm not drinking an entire 12 ounce glass of espresso. Yeah, no. I'm drinking two a shot shots of, a, of yeah, espresso, yeah,
0: double shot with water. Yeah. Yeah. Anywho. <laughs> okay. We're, we'll link our we'll link our uh, espresso machine as well because it is. I mean that paired with great coffee, um, just just creates amazing. Coffee. I've got a little touchscreen one now. So Do all the they really? Are just in a little touch panel. Oh, on and it. then they they were coming out with one that was like had some uh, Google Assistant stuff where you could tell it to like turn on at a it certain time and it like warms warms itself up and everything. Yeah, because this which one's this digital. thing warms up super quick anyway. Yeah, I, I honestly, That's I literally amazing. have not one complaint about this. Machine. And how many? Like we, we clean ours. We honestly don't do a great job. We probably clean. We probably should clean it a little more. But honestly, when, when the thing comes on, we clean it. It's on right now, and I have. It's been yeah, on for a day.
2: Like I probably clean it this afternoon. Right, but, it, but we're not
1: using tap water, so those right, lights come on based on
2: a time, but based yeah, on the, a number the clean, of cycles. The, so. clean, the regular clean though does a back. Uh, the back, back flush, yeah. Back yeah. flush. like yeah. that needs that because you're gonna get coffee in the in the pipelines and stuff yeah. but the second one's a descaler I, d- I run it just to make it happy but exactly we don't need to descale because we use i always use uh water. it's not bottled water but i guess it is it's a huge bottle it's from a water machine <laughs> um big big boy bottled water and you like know. at home i've got a zero like if you're gonna pro tip if you have any brewing methods kettles any of that stuff uh regular coffee makers anything get a zero water you can go to walmart and pick one up for 15 17 bucks even if that's all you use it for run your water through it let it filter and then use that for your coffee stuff you'll never have an ounce of scale or lime or anything in your Mm. coffee ever it makes it taste better too. it's very magical but you don't have to wash it like it's the only filter you can buy that gets rid of
0: calcium and lime and all that stuff that leaves junk on your stuff i've just been super lazy at the house i've just been buying cold brew I just have like I'll have a glass of that or a half glass of that in the morning. Like, honest, I, don't, I just don't like, drink a lot at the house. I don't I'm, drink like a lot of coffee at the house.
2: That's why I bought an espresso for the house because I'm like mm-hmm. I, I'm not there to drink coffee that often, Enough. and I need something that I can just quickly top. in. Yeah. And, and it's it's okay, you know, it makes an okay cup of coffee. But every Monday when I come back into the office
0: and make my first americano here, I'm like, <sighs> yeah, oh, that's it, that's, good. <sighs> that's it. Well, I mean, we 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 love going to coffee shops and traveling around, and I, like you said, I mean, I put our coffee up. Up against a lot of coffee shops. Yep. Okay. <laughs> this is what we do, folks. Three no hours apology. later. No apology. This, <laughs> is, this, is what, this, <laughs> this is what you signed up for when you, you say, when you click to listen long. to the Chromecast. Yeah. Uh, might be some Chrome OS news. We might just talk about coffee for 12 minutes. Yeah, or whatever else we feel so, like. So uh, I'm going on week two of the uh, Kentucky Crud this summer cold as the uh, the APRN. Uh, told me, people are getting the summer cold right now, and that's what I've got. Last Friday, if you listen to the podcast, I was very, I was out of it. Same goes for today. We so thought he was out of the woods yesterday. I, I felt, I felt really good yesterday, yeah. and yep. then my stupid self went and tried to go play disc golf, and that made it worse. I don't know. I think I just wasn't over it yet.
1: Do you have a tournament tomorrow?
0: I did. I canceled it. Um, yeah. So bummer, but whatever. It's all good. So I'm going to turn it over to you guys and let you all talk about some of the news from the week. I think maybe start with the ASUS stuff. Um, I, I Let's get the other thing going oh, the, first. The yeah, update let's, stuff.
2: Let's talk about some updates and, and Google and all that stuff no, first. Yeah, we put out a video too, so you can
0: go check out the video.
2: Yeah, um, and, and we, we put this video out specifically in response to a conversation I had with one of our contributing writers, John Sawash. So uh John is John knows Chromebooks, John knows uh, Chrome OS and all that kind of stuff, and still he was a little flabbergasted and stumped with what was going on with this bug. So it was uh was it a week ago that the bug showed up the, which one? The the last one. It the was last Monday. One. So yeah, Monday yeah. uh an incremental update came and with it um was the sign in bug the only real thing, or was there other stuff with it? It
1: There were some people that literally had no login screen. like They couldn't get to the login screen. The majority of users just couldn't log in. Uh, You could put your password in and it just... uh, We'll talk about what caused it in a second, but it essentially was the decoder that Chrome OS uses to dec- decrypt your password was not working because of a
2: goof. And uh, one of our old coworkers uh, reached out today, that's what she was running into. John's issue ended up being, like, he, he sent a video over. It would it would get to the login screen and then reboot and get to login. Like, you know, like when you restart Chrome, you get a black screen, and then it comes back. It was yeah. like it was doing that over. So the... The, the problem then became, well, I can't log in and power wash um, to get to the revert. Um, he couldn't do a key combo because it, it blinked out so quick. He couldn't, even if he got it, it was resetting, so it didn't matter. Um, and so he was like, restetting. Restetting. Okay, restetting. I was checking to make sure. Yeah, it's a different it's a thing technical term. Yeah, it's Is it it's in restetting. the video? So you have to watch the video
1: to find out what resetting. means. Yeah. It's, it's, it's like a bowling term. The pin stetter. It's to
2: stet <laughs> again. I re I stetted once more. Uh, and stet, mm. if you didn't know, is a real word also. So, um, Who is? What? Stet. Oh, stet. It's real. It's, it's real. It's in the dictionary. So like stat? <clears throat> yeah. It's yeah, not- but only different. Okay. And so, um, yeah, so he was in this issue. And I, I was laying in bed, actually. I was getting ready to fall asleep. And so I'm seeing this. And I'm like, uh, let's see. Oh. You know, just, okay, Hit the do the thing where you go into developer mode and come back out that'll functionally power wash so it took him a second and he came back he's like okay i got it i got it it's like okay so from there now you do the revert which is the control shift alt r uh you hit that and it says from the login screen like when you first open a chromebook it'll bring up the power wash you do it again it'll say power wash and revert this gets you back to the last uh, version of the os that was on your device i think it's a locally stored image it's got it because remember to be. the one yeah. that we did the other day i pulled this crusty old chromebook out of the cabinet <laughs> it was on 85 <laughs> and then we got it up to regular and i don't know why we needed to revert it i don't know what we were doing i don't remember we were trying to do something yeah and uh, so i was like yeah just revert it back and see what it goes to because we're trying to figure out what version and so we did the revert thing it went right back to 85 where it came from so i'm like yeah. it must <laughs> oh, store the we local. Were, yeah we were researching
1: for the goof up a couple weeks ago where Google, what what was it? So they had a bug. Oh, the CPU bug. Yes. That was taxing yep, yep, CPUs. So <laughs> it's funny. We're sitting in the office like... <sighs> how do we do How do you do that? How do you revert? I know there's a way to do it. Cause I mean, we just, we digest so much of this stuff and some of it just kind of gets put in the extra hard drive. And then I'm looking on the website cause I know we've covered this stuff before. And sure enough, Robbie did a full video about it like two years ago and he no, has it was during COVID. zero, oh, okay. 2020 yeah, zero recollection of doing it. Um, so so i sat and listened to
2: myself and re-taught myself something so
1: we did that article because at that point the only way to get around if you were having the cpu bug was to revert and we wanted to make sure that we were correct in the fact that chrome os was reverting back to the most previously installed version and that verified it because it went back to 85 which was really weird but that's what it does. Yeah.
2: So it must. I'm guessing they it, it keeps the disk image for the current version and whatever the last version is. It's actually stored there.
1: So does that mean it's technically storing three images? Because you have your active image, then it has the TPM image that it compares the active image to to make sure there's no, uh, oh, yeah. no security so probably, issues. There's two copies of whatever's and normal, then there's your reverted then, copy. Uh, yeah. Wow.
2: But they're small and lightweight. Yes, that's true. Um, All together, less than Windows. Yeah less than a, a portion of windows really because yeah. it's what seven gigs or something like that Seven point seven point and 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 four, whatever anyway so yeah so we made a video about that because it, it worked for john and so we're like you know what we've talked about power washing reverting so but in that video all we did was say power washer chromebook from the settings menu and here hit this and you get revert well that wouldn't have worked for where john was so we needed to figure out okay we need to lay out here's all the possible scenarios so you could go from your settings menu you can do the the keyboard shortcut Control Alt Shift R from your lock screen. You can go into developer mode, which is Escape, Escape, uh, Refresh, and Power, uh, and that's literally from anywhere. I think even powered off, that'll get you into uh, the the recovery screen where you can select enter developer mode. And say yeah, you want to, and once you're in it, go back out of it. That will rewrite the disk image, um, or you could you know flash a USB stick USB stick for um, your your Particular device, you can do it from a Windows device. You can do it from a Chromebook. Uh, you can write that stick, um, go into recovery, put that thing in there, and 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 boot from there, uh, and and reflash the image again. So there's four ways to do this. You have you have, once you have your image, uh, then you can Control Alt Shift R from that uh, uh, out of the box experience screen. Hit it again, revert, and then you're fixed. Uh, it sounds like that's a bunch it really it takes like two minutes yeah it's um, not
1: bad at all really
2: but we wanted to have a video out there that said explicitly like from start to finish here's how you can get back uh depending on how bad or good the bug is because you know it's not like this isn't going to happen again i mean let's be honest especially if we move to a four-week update cycle it's probably going to happen more often if i'm being honest yeah um,
1: and that's the thing is that there's so much going on with Chrome OS right now. There's so many new features coming, and and that might stress a lot of people out. But the cool thing is is that Chrome OS, stock Chrome OS, it's still ju- not just as, but a- as clean as it's always been. You don't hey, have... You
2: can back you, out all this Yeah, stuff. you
1: can turn off Android apps. Linux isn't enabled by default. Uh, all the other stuff that's coming, it's still clean Chrome OS. This time, it happened to be a, a tiny error. It was a missing ampersand in a line of code. And that's, that's just one. Yeah. And that, that shows you, I mean, one, I mean, Robbie's a, a web developer. Hey, he can tell somebody you one line of code. <laughs> yeah.
2: I've, I've borked many a PHP Absolutely. functions, not PHP in a WordPress file. You, when you I was take, early on, I borked a lot of sites and man, you talk about a terrible yeah, feeling. You
1: can take down an entire website or operating system with a, a single line of code. No, no, no doubt about that. But, uh, I don't, want, I don't want to say these things are probably going to happen more often because hopefully there'll be some sort of uh, fail-safe for them to uh, check this stuff in the future, but kudos to Google. I do think Google needs to be a little bit more transparent about these issues when they happen. Uh, I mean, obviously, they have to figure out what the issue is and diagnose it, but the first bug earlier this month, Nothing. Not a word from them in the uh, forums about updates or where they were at with it, and then they just rolled out a fix for it without saying a word. This time around, they did. They actually got in the the Chromebook forum and the support page and said, you know, we're aware of the issue. We're working on it. The the push will be fixed out later today. But um, these things are going to happen, and Google just needs to be on top of they they are on top of fixing them, but they need to be on top of being clear to consumers what's going on. Because what if this had happened the first week of the school year? No, oh, yeah. So uh, you know, admins need to have a way to deal with this, but they're working on the long term support uh, builds and things yeah, like that will help. That
2: yeah, for enterprise and schools, like that's that's going to be such a, a vital thing. Like yeah. being able to to opt in to say. Yeah, I'm going to take the updates after they've been vetted for a little bit yeah. from other people. Like, I, I'm not interested in bleeding-edge stuff, not really interested in all the newest things. I think there's going to be a lot of consumers that will opt in for that right. kind of stuff. Because yeah, they, because they just don't care so yeah. much about having the latest and greatest.
1: Yeah, because in reality, I mean, the, the admins have had that capability all along. They can pin their versions so they don't take the updates immediately, but this actually gives them a long-term stable release, which the good thing about that is you still get all the security updates, but you don't have to deal with the bugs that come along with new features, right? You let it be yeah, tested. And then you say, oh, okay, now we want to roll this out.
2: So right. So right now an admin says, no, I'm going to pin this version because I don't want to mess with or take the risk on any bugs. And then there's a zero getting, day. Yeah. They're getting yeah. yelled at by everyone else. Google included like oh, your browser's not to date. You're not secure. You're not, you're not yep. safe. And it's like, well, what do you expect these guys to do? Of course, they're going to roll out the latest one. They don't want to deal with the bugs, but they also don't want to, you know, have vulnerabilities. So, uh, you know, there's there's fixes coming for this stuff, which is which is good. But and that's cool because that's a
1: very Linuxy thing. Uh, Linux has always done a, a long-term stable release, and then they have their other releases that are ahead and behind that. And as long as you're on a long-term stable release, you're good because all of the security stuff gets pushed to those releases.
2: Well, and, and all this to me highlights. A really cool benefit of being a Chromebook user. And that's the fact that yes, this stuff sucks and no one wants to see bugs get released. We would like to see them squashed in beta and never make it to stable. And for the most part, if you think about the rapid fire of OS releases, that's the case. We don't have this happen every month. You know, it's, it's every once in a while they happen, bugs happen. However, because Chrome OS, just like we were saying earlier, is so lightweight Um, there's just not a whole lot of, uh, overhead with the operating system. The fact that you can take and wipe and completely rewrite the disc image on your device within a matter of minutes, not hours, not half hours, minutes, like five, six minutes. If your stuff's backed up the way it should be, which we've done a video about that too. Um, you can go into your, uh, files app and set or into Chrome and set your, your downloads folder to be a, a Google drive folder. So it's every time you download something and set it instead of it just sitting on your local storage, it automatically is synced up to Google drive. So the minute any of this happens, you power wash sign back in and move on. Like it's, it's so dead simple. And it's funny. Like I forget how convenient that is on, on most days until something like this comes up and it's like, man, I don't care. I mean, okay. Click revert. Boom power wash, resign back in, you know, everything's ready. Yeah. To go and again. that's
1: the thing. I mean, for us, it's not, we, we've been in this for so long. I, I never hesitate if I am like, I need to power wash this device. I don't even think about it because no. I know if I have something important, it's already backed up. General consumers are a little bit different. And I do think, I feel like Google should have some, some sort of, front facing method or something just to you know when something of this nature nature happens they could push something to the device to say hey you know click this button to revert or something Uh, because let's be honest your average person who goes down to walmart and buys a chromebook because they want something to do their banking on and they do this and they do they're not they're never even going to think about oh where are my files going They they know they're going to the downloads folder, and that's where they are, and that's where they want them. And then their device gets borked, and they have to power wash it, and now all of their bank statements are gone.
2: Yeah, there almost should be like a just a flipped switch. Um, Like your downloads folder on your Chromebook should. It could have a unique ID on it and show up in your Google Drive. And so this is downloads. And then
1: sync it or don't sync it.
2: Downloads, dash, and then like the name of the model. You know, something that would identify that way. When you look in your Google Drive, you're like, oh. That's the downloads from my Chromebook C R four seven two, whatever, you know, and maybe a lot of people would look at that and be like, What is that exactly? But once they looked, they could see and identify it and that yeah, and there's just a switch and it's it's switched on by default. It should be out of the part of the
1: out of the box experience should be, Hey, your downloads are going to this folder. Exactly. Do you want to switch that to drive or do you want to sync this folder to drive? click it or it's this this folder will automatically be synced to drive turn it off if you don't want it because
2: how cool would it be too to have your downloads folder that is synced locally because don't don't fool yourself your Chromebook is syncing certain files from Google Drive locally too even yeah. though they're not technically moved over to the disk image it's storing a bunch of stuff and keeping things locally on that drive uh, it would be really awesome if your downloads folder, was always synced, and then you log into a Chromebook and your downloads folder still looks the same. Or yeah. if you created a file structure in your uh, local drive, because you can do that now on a Chromebook, yeah. you know, just in my files, you can start creating files. If all those things would sync as well, and yeah, it would be part of Google Drive, but it could be, you know, under a folder called Chromebook that you don't have the ability to delete, you know, and it's that's just your Chromebook drive. It doesn't matter what Chromebook, if I have three Chromebooks. It should be the same on all of them. And yes, I know you can manually set this up basically and not have to deal with it. Most people just aren't going to do that. And yeah. so it would be really cool, really, really cool to see uh, Google implement something, whether it's out of the box or it's just on by default or whatever. It just, it would be neat. But silver lining, you know, you've got an operating system that's so lightweight and so straightforward and so cloud-based that. Even with this bug, even with something like this that was pretty debilitating, there are ways to just fix it and and be up and running again in minutes. Uh, like I said, our our prior coworker who reached out this morning, I told them to go check out the video we just published, and she sent me a message. We were doing something, and I was getting ready to message her back. She's like, "Oh, you know what? Figured it out." And she's not techie, you know, and, and just went and figured this out. And so, if she can figure it out. Other people can figure this stuff out and and I'm glad that we're here to help that stuff, but Google needs to automate a few
0: of these things to make it a little bit easier, I think, yeah, and like the <clears throat> the downloads folder thing like that just seems like it should just be a thing,
1: yeah, yeah, and it's like and the way it works, there's nothing wrong with it, and like I said, we're accustomed to it, but Google is now pushing Chrome os on consumers and it's become this consumer facing thing and it's the computer that lives in the cloud so okay well if it's the computer that lives in the cloud then it should live in the cloud right. but by default my downloads folder does not live in the cloud
2: and there's going to so. be a lot of stuff that, that doesn't you know like as Borealis comes around and you know we're, a few years down the road we're looking back going oh we, remember you could never play games on Chromebooks uh, you know obviously those things those types of games need to have localized storage But it's through Steam, which is already a kind of cloud-based gaming system or gaming platform because you buy your stuff and you don't have to ever take it anywhere. You don't have physical media with you. I bought that from Steam. So if I log into Steam, I can download that game again. And so... You know, But wouldn't it be nice if with Borealis, if you have save states or whatever, they're synced either with Steam or with your Google Drive so that I log into this next Chromebook, I download and install that game, I'm right back up and running, which I think some of that stuff works through Steam um, already, but I'm not completely sure. Uh, But anything like that, anything that people would generally put in their downloaded stuff, Mm -hmm. let it stay downloaded. That's fine. Google's had a long run with uh, software on Mac and Windows that's just like Dropbox used to be where... Those files are local. They're just mirrored somewhere uh, in the cloud, and it's synced in the background just while you're doing other things, and it stays mirrored so that if the worst happens, if I drop this Chromebook in a lake, I can go get another Chromebook, log in, and be up and running within minutes. That's great, but what about those files I stored locally that this operating system defaulted to putting on my local drive? Right. Like That's that's the issue that, that I have now, and that used to I hadn't thought about it, but this last bug, there were so many people affected by it. It's like... And and there's more local storage happening on Chromebooks. I mean, it's just part of it. Like we're starting to get these devices. We're going to talk about them here in a minute that have really large hard drives. Yeah. So that tells consumers, are hey, there's use space. It. Put yeah. stuff in here. And and I get it. You know, that's on everybody to back up their stuff. But when you have a OS that's almost completely backed up in the cloud, having that one missing piece is right. is a really strange right uh, anomaly. Especially when like Mac OS and Windows have a solution from Google that yeah. does that exact thing yeah like that's just weird you know and I get again I get you could just use drive and it's all fine you could but you have to manually tell it to do that and it's not straightforward so I don't know I think I think there's some better ways they could do that to to help protect users data um, and, and make things easier so that when bugs right. come up it's like yeah that was unfortunate for like two minutes of your life but <coughs> you're back up and running and all your stuff's right back here again
0: so yeah no and deal. I mean when you're when you're out trying to you know get some work done on a canoe in the lake and you drop your Chromebook in the lake, like you don't want to lose all that stuff, you know. I, know. I hate. I, I've done it a couple times. And right, it's just the like worst. you're out you're out just trying to have a nice little canoe trip for yeah. lunch. Get it knock out some emails. Yeah, I'm like I'm gonna go out there and eat my sandwich and. Like I want I want tech and nature. <laughs> right. I want, I want to go canoe. Yeah. But also. Want to be on my Chromebook and be connected, yeah, but sometimes I eat like pizza, and hands are buttery, and just <laughs> well, boop, 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 I mean, you, and there goes the Chromebook more, in the more, lake again. More realistic, so, you could so
2: be on a, on a weird with a, a pizza. pizza. Yeah, <laughs> Nature. you could you could be on a, a weird,
1: uh cartoony roller coaster ride at a Google event mm-hmm. thing, mm-hmm. and it mm-hmm. could like fall out of your bag, right? right. Right, but there's right. no lakes. Right. But it could get run <laughs> over by the roller coaster, and then. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I always go to the lake. Right. You drop your, well, there was a
1: lake that year though because they had a flood. Yeah. yeah. There you know, was.
0: So. I dropped it in the small lake.
1: And a small lake.
0: <laughs> Lost my downloads. Yep. Had no. some. Re- <laughs> you know, the thing is about we're not making light if this
2: happened to you. Sorry. No. no if you, no, it does if not. you went canoeing with pizza and dropped your <laughs> Chromebook in the lake,
0: we're not. We're not poking fun. Mathematically,
1: fire. the odds are actually good that someone has had that happen.
0: Probably. Yeah. Just saying. Yeah. Yeah. We, we should, should we should stage this photo. Like this <laughs> is going to be a photo that we're going to stage. Big big it face, on. like oh yeah. like uh, <laughs> white pizza. outline around me. Right. Whole,
1: whole thing. Do you save the pizza or the Chromebook?
0: Probably the pizza. I, I go yeah, the pizza because
1: our, t- our files are backed up. Yeah. We don't have to exactly. worry about it.
0: I can't get my pizza back. It's so funny though. Everything that's in my downloads is stuff that I downloaded from online. Yeah, for me too. And, so, and it's like in, or it's in my email, so it's like if I lose it, I can just go get it again. But I guess yeah. like sometimes there's like projects or something.
2: For me, there's almost like an even, internal alarm. The minute it's something I'm going to save that I know I might need later, I go ahead and put it somewhere in Google Drive. I, I have just, by default, but if I if it's almost everything in my downloads is literally just, just a temp, temp, it's yeah. a temp download. I, I have
1: to I have to do this again to see if I can reproduce it. But I think I found another bug in the latest update. Of Chrome OS, so Uh-oh. yay! You know, if you download load an image, download, 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 keep it on the
2: download. Uh, uh, what was that? What I say earlier, steps, Stets. three Stets. steps, um,
1: If you download an image from the web, however you do, it downloads it and it saves it with whatever the the file name is on, on the web. If you go back and download that image again, Chrome usually just appends a on one to the end of the file name. The last two times I've tried it this morning. I guess I had a duplicate of that image in my folder already, and it just changed the file name to plus dot jpeg. <laughs> that's not good. No, what? And uh, the uh, did you one another ampersand Google. One, that's not good. Two, the next time you try to download another duplicate file, it changes it to plus dot jpeg, and then it says this file already exists. Do you want to replace it? Because it's changing everything to plus dot jpeg.
2: I'm updating this Chromebook in front of me, and so we'll uh, I'll test it here in a second. Right. If it yeah. happens, i will have to write a huge scathing article. Yeah.
0: <laughs> New bug, another bug. Another. Sorry, Google. Chrome OS is getting it. <laughs> just like Windows. <laughs> no, this Chrome is, a, this is, is a web getting I don't know if that one's going to do it or not. Yeah, we'll test it. We'll test it. But for right now, let's take a quick break for an ad, and we'll be right back. This podcast is brought to you by NordVPN. We recommend the service and we use NordVPN because they keep your browsing secure and private on any device. Whether you're using a Chromebook, an Android device, a Mac, an iPhone, or a Windows device, NordVPN is going to protect your browsing. They also have 24-7 customer support in case you ever have any issues, and they offer a risk-free 30-day money-back guarantee. So if you want to learn more and maybe give it a try, head over to chromeunbox.com forward slash Nord, N-O-R-D. Chromebooks. And now you can take advantage of a special Chrome OS and Cameo bundle that makes it easier than ever to test. If you're interested, you can head over to cameo.com forward slash unboxed. That's C-A-M-E-Y-O dot com slash unboxed or click the link down in the show notes. Alrighty, welcome back everyone. So now we're going to dig into some of the Asus stuff. Yeah. Yeah. New so hardware lots of lots of new hardware I mean we we I've said this a couple times on this podcast, but if you've listened uh, to this uh, podcast for any any amount of time you you heard us over the past year saying like these Chromebooks are coming. coming it's all coming. gonna it, they're all gonna hit and uh, Asus who's been kind of I don't know, maybe a little quiet. Yeah, I think so. I yeah, mean, up until not, CES I mean, this super. year. Yeah, yeah. So 2020 now was super quiet. Yeah, for them. but now
2: they are just going crazy. Because you got to think, ASUS in 2020, we went to CES in January. Pandemic hit. The 436 still came out. That was 2020, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, the 436 did come out. was a pretty big disappointment, uh, from being honest. Uh, especially because it sat next to the Galaxy Chromebook. And so those two were compared side by side. And if you think about it, it's funny. Asus and Samsung have kind of like sparred off in, in the Chromebook land for a lot of years. Um, going all the way back to um, probably what I would, it's the, the first like, ooh, Chromebook. Well, this, the Flip 100 was, we talked about it before, the little 10-inch mm-hmm. uh, Flip was a, a pretty big deal Asus device. But they had some other ones up into the Flip C302 and that one released the first year that we went to Vegas we ended up getting a hold of one before it was supposed to be out we took it to Vegas loved it very macbook looking squared off edges people loved the C302 and at this at that same show Samsung unveils the Chromebook Plus and Chromebook Pro that February we go to New York and get hands on and we get our review unit and and so you have the the Samsung with this three by two high res 400 nit screen that's in a questionably built body. I mean, it was, it looked okay. It just, it was, they cut some corners for sure on yeah. the pro and on the plus. Uh, but it had a pin, you know, it was one of the first ones with a. it was the first Chromebook with a stowable pin. And so it was like, you put that up against the C three Oh two and it's like the three Oh two had a, I don't remember what the size screen was 12 inch i think it's 12, 12 and a half 12.5 inch screen but it was a 16 by 9 screen it had pretty chunky bezels it wasn't that bright you know and it, so it's like the build quality was really good and people liked the way it looked and it had pretty decent internals in it uh core m3 i think and mm-hmm. uh so it favorably set up against the Samsung in some different ways, but then it was like the pen and the look of the Samsung and that screen on it and stuff. I felt like the Samsung just kind of outshone the 302. But I think longevity wise, people liked the 302 better. And then they came, Asus showed up the next CES with the 434, um, and that thing was pretty awesome. Like we weren't completely—I expe- don't even think we were expecting that one. We didn't know yeah. that it was going to be there. We we walk into their little room and. There's the 434, and it's this different take, 14 inch, flippable, super crazy thin bezels. It was the thinnest bezels on a Chromebook uh, that we'd had. And so it, really it just,
1: compact device. Just, yeah, and it was like, yeah. oh
2: man, I did not see this coming. <clears throat> and I don't remember if Samsung. I don't think they did anything that year. I think that was like the Plus V2 year. Yeah, like they kind of yeah because the they skip. Off. They do like a TikTok and they skip that. Yeah, year. and so and then the 430. Like the 434 had those little brothers that were all weird the 425 and the 433 433 was terrible
1: made no sense yeah
2: they're just weird it was super weird devices and so it's like cool they got the 434 and that was like Airways favorite chromebook that year and then 2020 comes and the 436 comes and it's like cool they've just iterated they have just made this thing better and it got way more expensive and then it's going up against the samsung galaxy chromebook and It just didn't fare very well. You know, the Galaxy again has a stowable pen, the Galaxy has this red crazy awesome look to it, AMOLED screen, very thin form factor, really high build quality. And Asus just, I feel like, fell down in every way around that. It wasn't built quite as well, the keyboard wasn't quite as good, it didn't have a stowable pen. specs internally were pretty much similar between the two of them, but the screen was way worse. It was a 1080p and I don't even know if it got to 300 nits. Or it was somewhere around, yeah, just under three hundred. It was a letdown. It was kind of washed out. Speakers were terrible on it. Like it was all these things. I'm like, Ugh, here we go again. But then you know? it was priced, and it was a thousand bucks. Yeah, that you know? was that was the big issue. You could look at a
1: device like that. If I paid four fifty or five hundred for a device like that, I'd be like, eh, okay, it's got it's yeah, got a it's lot good. going for it. It was it price. was a thousand dollars, and it's still a thousand dollars. Yeah, I mean, it
2: was wildly priced, and it just. Out competed by samsung once again i feel like and anyway so you know you move forward and we got through 2020 and ASUS was pretty quiet it's like they put one chromebook out one main chromebook and it didn't do that well and then they show up in early 2021 um i'm trying to remember when the cm3 it was after ces wasn't it yeah it was after ces because ces they showed up with the cx5 the CM5 and the CX9 and we were like cuz it was a virtual, you know, this year it was virtual uh, CES and it was like okay, ace and I remember we made a video like Asus is back like you know 302 is a big deal and the 434 and it's like between the 434 and this latest CES it was kind of an 18 month what are they doing anything like we, we hadn't heard much from them and all that kind of stuff and so the CX5 obviously we reviewed very good it's a very good Chromebook um it's got a couple little weird uh idiosyncrasies with it the cm5 is the same chromebook with amd processors that we can't recommend because amd processors at this point with their throttling and off battery stuff and then there's the detachables and there's this little flip cm3 which we did an unboxing on i don't think we're going to do much much more with that i don't know where it's a weird device that just is awkwardly slotted but it's there you know it's something they made feels like it was something that probably was supposed to be in 2020 and the pandemic stop that one from coming same thing with their detachable cm3 uh we're still waiting for our review unit on it um uh, but you know it's no better than a duet and it's right more expensive it's it's probably going to be better built i would think but ultimately it's not something that we're getting super excited about no especially at the
1: price if, if you if you're in the market for a compact tablety device you have got you have the Lenovo, and you have this, and I'd probably recommend this. The Lenovo has a better screen, but this just has more bells and whistles, honestly. Yeah, it's still uh, it stylus. Prob- it probably the is uh, better build quality, but we'll have to wait and see on that. Yeah,
2: and so, you know, and those two devices are nice, and what they released at CES, like the ones that we've got our hands on, it's like yeah, they're nice too, but we're, I don't know, feel I feel like we've still been kind of waiting. Like they've done some cool stuff now in the mid-range, the low end like okay where where the where's the successor to the 436 i even wrote an article about this like i my gut tells me there's a a flip coming that will you know replace the 436 and we think it's this it ends up that that's what it is it got announced or i don't know just showed up this week. It just showed up in
1: their store, which is crazy. And then
2: the CX-9, which we've been waiting, Gabe specifically, has been waiting for a lot since that, because they talked about it at CES and it like disappeared. And like to the point where we were a little concerned that it wasn't even going to get produced. Yeah, because it it had a
1: landing page, which then got moved to, on Asus's website, they have a for work section. So it got moved to that because it is technically kind of an enterprise device. But then that landing page disappeared and then we found out they were selling it in Germany, but you could search the model number. There was nothing here in the States. It made me think maybe they pulled the plug on it. Maybe they just with the chip shortage and other markets, maybe they decided just not to do it. But it has shown up. It was up for pre-order this week. It sold out within 24 hours of being listed. So,
2: so other people have also been looking for it, apparently. Yes. Um, and so now what you end up with is this portfolio. We'll kind of talk about these two devices, specifically the high-end ones here in a second. But you've got this portfolio from Asus in 2021 that includes a mid-range CX-5, which performs like a high-end device. Uh, we, we just wrote that there's an i5 version now on Google's Chromebook page uh, that, that highlights. Did we write that? Did I write that?
1: Yeah, you wrote it. Why didn't it write it in here? No, that's not it. Right. You wrote it. I'm I'm telling, telling you, I didn't. I'm telling you you wrote it
2: uh, mm, our search on the website. maybe you didn't write it, killing me here um I thought I did uh, anyway um uh, well if i didn't you'll you'll hear it now I'll have to write it and link it but the c x five so the 156 inch c x five is on Google's Chromebook page as a coming soon kind of thing, and it's uh seven ninety nine uh that's what they're gonna charge for it, but it ups it to uh core i5 which gets you the xe graphics and uh there it is 16 Man, gigs I of ram wrote it and why why didn't it come up under those yeah. i searched for asus and it doesn't show up that's super weird um anyway blame the web designer i know <laughs> Dude, it's terrible um and so yeah so now you've got uh yeah there it is right there hm, super weird um so you've got the CX-5, it's a great Chromebook in its own right with the i3, and it's got a good price, 5 629 six, retail, I think. Yeah. No,
1: no, no 569, like $569. 569
2: sorry. Yeah, for a 15.6-inch screen, Core i3, 8 gig, 128. Like, it's good, good. and it's crazy fast. Like, yep. we reviewed it, it. It was crazy fast. It still is very, very, very fast. I mean, now you're just upping that with a faster processor slightly, it really... Really good GPU and the Xe graphics from Intel and uh, doubling the RAM to yeah, 16 gigs. Yeah, because here's the thing: for $7. 799,
1: for most consumers, the standard model is going to be fine. But for these people who are actually looking forward to like Borealis and doing like major crunch stuff with Linux, you're talking the the more the beefier G7 graphics and 16 gigs of RAM when Borealis becomes a reality. Yep. 15.6 inch screen. I, I I would be shocked if within the next year we don't see some core 17 inch core i 17 inch devices. Because they'll make starting to push gaming and this device is going to be perfect. Because it's a great screen too. I mean, yeah,
2: it's a it's a good screen. I wish it was a little brighter. It's yeah. 250 nits, so it, it does okay. Uh, but it yeah, it, it could use uh, a little more brightness. So so now they've got the low end CM3 detachable and flip. They've got the mid-range CX-5 and CM-5. They've got the upper mid-range CX-5 that's coming with the i5, 8 gigs, or 16 gigs of RAM. And now we've got these two. The CX-9 is like, it's technically pre-order right now. Is that, yeah. is that where we're at? Um, we're well, tra- the,
1: the first round of orders were supposed to start shipping yesterday, but pre-orders sold out the day they opened. Okay. So, yeah, um, Somebody's got one.
2: Yeah. So uh, our review unit of that and this this new device that has come out, uh, that's also uh, Tiger Lake, and they went spec max on this thing. So um, it is it is the Flip CX5, technically CX fifty four hundred. The the bigger one is the CX fifty five hundred. That's not going to be confusing at all for consumers when they no. go to buy the CX5 and there's like oh there's this one and this one. Which one's which? Oh, I don't care. I just get a CX5. That's bad naming because they're both flip CX5. Um, but the so this new one, uh, Core i7, 16 gigs of RAM, 512 gigs of NVMe storage. Obviously the Intel Xe graphics, stowable stylus, 300 nit screen, um, and then just a really good looking. Yeah, down the pipe like flip aesthetic like. It looks like it. It was cut from the same block as the 434 and 436. It's a little boxier on the sides, uh, but it looks. And there on the landing page it says all aluminum, so I'm hoping it's aluminum all over and not you know plastic here and aluminum there uh, for for a very reasonable price. Yeah. So, which it, is funny
1: to say for the price that it's at, but when you look at it compared to the market historically, the ASUS every device they've dropped in the last three months is priced competitively i mean which is different very, for yeah them. because with the 436 came out and at not ni- even that 799 for the base model i wouldn't recommend it to anyone
2: no at all because you can get so many other good chromebooks for that price but when the cx5 showed up and it was like 569 is msrp here you're getting it's cor- already been on sale yeah mm. you're getting a core and that that's new too asus used to never have their stuff on sale um, and you know, yes, Best Buy can run sales if they want, but most of these times they they're they're making a deal with the manufacturer yeah, to the get manufacturer more of rebate them. Rebate is all it is, right? And yeah. so, Best Buy is not just arbitrarily putting things on sale. So it's up to the manufacturer to put stuff on sale. And so it's like Asus took a little bit of time off, sat back and looked at where everything is, and like, why are these people having such success? HP has been kind of ruling the market. Um, and look at HP's Chromebooks; they're always on sale, and they come in a wide variety of price range. Like there's a HP Chromebook out there to fit most people's needs, Mm -hmm. Um, and and I feel like that's kind of what ASUS has stepped in and been like, yeah, we'll do that too. You know, we can we can do that. Like it wouldn't surprise me at all to see some ASUS Jasper Light Chromebooks show up. Um, It wouldn't surprise me to see this Flip show up in even a lesser spec. Because I mean, an i7, 16 gig, 512 NVMe. That's, I mean, that's bonkers specs. for I mean, Most people don't need this. Yeah. They don't need all this stuff. And, yeah, it's going to be great for Borealis. And the day comes that we get a video editor, it'll be great for that kind of stuff. But, like, I, right now, as a consumer, when I'm looking at the CX-5 with a Core i3 and 8 gigs of RAM being more than enough. Like It's not just like, oh, that'll make it. Like, most people aren't ever even going to feel this Chromebook ever give, you know, on, in no. that. And so, you put an i7 and 16 gigs of RAM and all the storage... They could take this, because it's, it's. we haven't even mentioned the price, it's uh, $1,049 is the MSRP, and the reason that's wild is, I went inspect the C1030, which is the class I would put this Chromebook in, uh, from HP, which is an excellent Chromebook, by the way, still like, it became, uh, over time, I kept going back to it between Chromebook reviews, like, it's easily one of my favorite Chromebooks ever made. It's is that what so I'm working good. on? Is that yeah. what this is? Yeah. It's such a good Chromebook. Yeah, it I mean, really is. Uh, it, it doesn't. Go out of its way to be super flashy, but it's just fantastic. Um, spec that one out the way that this ASUS is. It was what did I rent it? it no, I couldn't spec it up that high. I couldn't even get five hundred twelve gigs of no. storage in it, and there was something. Oh, it doesn't have a stowable pin, and it was still almost sixteen hundred dollars. Go to Dell's website and spec out their Latitude, which also doesn't have a stowable pin, but all it does have all the rest of the stuff like. Good screen, Mm -hmm. um, and you can spec everything exactly the way that this ASUS is going to be spec. It was eighteen nineteen nineteen hundred dollars, which I
1: love the Dell's build, but yeah, nineteen hundred
2: dollars. I mean, before
1: they ran their always on sales, you could actually spec one out to over two thousand dollars, and that's that's what's so incredible about this ASUS at ten forty nine. A, a a discerning user who has the money to buy the best of what Chrome OS has to offer if they asked, is this device worth a thousand dollars absolutely we haven't reviewed it yet but I'm going to say absolutely yeah for yeah. this just for the specs alone so
2: unless it's a a real turd like you know, it shows up and it's mostly plastic and they lied it or I don't know I don't know what would you know, with a 300-nit screen, that's the only thing I could say that is not just absolutely top-notch. Yeah, because like, the
1: CX-9 has a 400-nit screen, whether you get touch or not, but right. it's not a convertible. Right. And it's only 1149 and
2: yeah, which is I still mean, that, very impressive. Yeah, if, if you've seen videos and stuff, we have not had hands-on yet. The CX-9 is only two pounds. Um, it's got that really cool-looking hinge that lifts the – like, it really gives you a lift. And so, it hides all the bottom bezel. It almost has no side bezels on it. It's got the number pad that comes up out of the, the uh, trackpad mm-hmm. area. It's got a backlit keyboard. Obviously has just monster specs. So the Core i7 one's only 11? Yeah, the Mac yeah, daddy, daddy is
1: 1150. And it's the
2: same thing. It's an i7. It's 16 gigs of RAM and 512 gigs of NVMe. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, and that's the other thing. This The other Asus. Um, so the Flip CM CX5400. That we've been talking about is also fanless. So
1: Yeah, and th- that's an interesting move on, uh, on A2's part because hopefully. the CX, yeah, hopefully. The CX9 is very thin uh, and they have a fanned uh, Tiger Lake chip in it. This is the fanless version, which. UP4. Yeah, so in doing some research. It, it, there were the Y-series processors that were in like the Pixelbook and the Samsung Pro and things like that uh, in Google. Intel went away from the Y-series branding. So now you have their big core chips, the mobile ones. They have the fanned ones and the fanless ones. It's UP4 and UP3. Yeah. Uh, this has a UP4, which is meant to be fanless. And basically it basically just draws, Should be less, okay. draws
2: less power Yeah, um, still is trying to produce. It's obviously not going to have the same amount of horsepower in it.
1: Right, but people are worried, that, oh, are they going to have the same issue Samsung did with the Galaxy Chromebook? The problem with the Galaxy Chromebook is that Samsung took the same U-series processor that's in all the other flagships that was designed to be fanned and put it in a chassis with passive cooling
2: and I that's why shake my head that yeah the,
1: and and we never saw massive overheating issues but that was the reason they had overheating issues with the Samsung this chip is designed to be fanless right it is so, made to be a fanless chip le, now that's not to say if you crank up that GPU and you're taxing it that's not to say it's not going to get hot cuz it might but hopefully or, Asus has done a good job of cooling this thing the way they need to
2: and and that's the thing with Tiger Lake too is that there's there's so much more power here that it could aggressively throttle and you'd probably not notice it. Like if it knows that it's getting too hot, it could the, the processor could just throttle back and you won't have any issue. Right. So again, if you if you're looking for like I want the most power, you know, I want the absolute mac daddy, then the cx is still going to be that thing, but this new CX5 5400 whatever, like it is going to be uh, every bit the the high end caliber device and if you're wanting a convertible asus chromebook this is going to be the one you're going to want to get and i just think it's interesting like all those years one of the defining things that samsung had over asus was the the stowable stylus and this year on samsung's which samsung's strategy with chromebooks obviously was stunted by covid and I, i don't know that they put their best foot forward this year they did in 2020 um, in 2021, they gave us a Galaxy Chromebook 2 that's basically a step backwards in every way, but it doesn't have a stowable stylus. So for the first time, get Samsung's flagship Chromebook doesn't have the stowable stylus, it does have USI support, uh, but Asus is shipping one with a stowable USI pin, uh, which is which is really cool. Uh, and, and for the first time in some time now, uh, probably since the C434 came out and we saw it in Vegas, for the first time, I'm I am genuinely excited uh to to be able to see these two Chromebooks and we our review units should be on the way. Yeah, um, we don't have
1: to fly to Las Vegas to get our hands on one. Yeah. It's gonna be great. <laughs>
2: um both of these Chromebooks I am I am really, really excited for. Uh, you know, there there was a part of me that started wondering if we, we we're still gonna see high end Chromebooks. Like or if that was a enterprise only thing for a little while. If like we we're gonna go through a season where the high-end stuff is just going to be kind of, man, let, let the enterprise guys yeah. buy those things. Cause it's not like the, the Dell is like, uh, the latitude 7410. Of course it came out last year. Right? Oh yeah. Yeah. It was oh, last yeah. year, you know, it, it, but it's not like those that. And the, the C1030 took forever to come to consumers. You know, it was an enterprise device at first. It's not like those devices are, are not premium. That's not it, but they were priced in such a way. It's just like <laughs> right because remember no one's the go yeah, the retail
1: thing. version of this the C ten thirty which is the thirteen C, it's a good device, but it's Core i five what eight two fifty six I think is the one at Best Buy. It's nine hundred and forty nine dollars. Right. For a hundred dollars more, you're getting a device that will absolutely destroy this from yeah. a spec standpoint, and it's probably going to be built. In the same vein. I'm not going to say it's yeah. going
2: to be built better. The HP is built phenomenally. It is. It is but, uh, and, and, you know, the, you can have a fingerprint magnet- sensor on there? I don't think so. Yeah. yeah, which is so weird. Like, yeah. all these premium Chromebooks are coming out. And they have, obviously, fingerprint stuff is built into Chrome OS already and has been for a while. Like, the number of Chromebooks that are coming out without fingerprint scanner is bewildering to me. I don't know what's going on there. Um and so, yeah, I mean, Asus is kind of back in the premium realm with two devices right now that I, I think would be great for anybody that's like, I want to spend some money and get a really nice Chromebook. Like, I want to get something really nice. I want to get something that I can play some of these Borealis games on maybe. Or I just like high, you know, good build quality. And, I, you know, again, we need to get them in. But I think the CX-9 is probably going to have an awesome screen on it. The, the CX 5400, it's probably going to be fine. Like, I'm sitting here looking at um, uh, Acer's Snapdragon Chromebook. Um, I always go code names. I'm I'm looking at Lazor. Uh, uh, What is this thing called? The Spin 513. 513. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, 513. I'm looking at it right now, and, you know, it's not like it's super bright in here, but, you know, there's some decent sun coming in the window, and I've got the screen at, like, 75%. It's a 300 net screen, and it looks great. Uh, there's a 300 nits screen on that Lenovo uh, the one we like a lot, the ThinkPad Um, so 300 nits to me that's what was on the Pixelbook Go it gets you in the realm where it's like cool, I don't have to really think about the screen all the time I'm not going to constantly be going, I wish I just had a couple more notches here Uh, but I for premium Chromebooks I would like to see 400 nits screens across the board Uh, like the HP's just looks awesome all the time like it's, especially that matte finish one, like Mm -hmm. when it's cranked up it looks like Almost like the image, the the UI is like just painted on the the front of it. It's like the pixels are really close to the edge, and it just it looks awesome. Uh, but three hundred, it's is good, yeah. and especially for all the other crazy specs you're getting in this flip. I mean, as long as the build quality is there, you know they didn't go and pick some magnesium alloy, aka plastic junk. You know, just make the thing out of aluminum. Yeah. You know, let's just it does say magnesium. That's alloy. a CX nine. Oh, okay. If you use good magnesium alloy, yeah, like, I mean, it's, it, it's extreme
1: great. military grade durability. Yeah.
2: The CX-9, <laughs> the, that's, how they, that means. that's probably how they pulled off the two pounds yeah. on it. Um, the the CX-5400 will be, um, I think it's like three pounds or whatever. Yeah, I it's it just 3. over three. Yeah. So yeah, it's going to be super interesting. I can't wait to get these devices in because um, I want to like them. Uh, I like what so ASUS. Excited. I like what they're doing right now. Like, I feel like they they've continued to try to make better Chromebooks. They're just not going crazy with their pricing, <laughs> and their pricing has just been so out of whack for so long. And I don't know. I guess they finally figured out like, eh, we can't keep doing this. Like, clearly, we're getting owned by Acer. We're getting owned by Samsung. We're getting owned by HP like we got to figure something out and when it comes down to it a lot yeah. of it
0: with Chromebooks a lot of it's just price Mar- and the market will the market will tell you pretty quickly i yeah. think they probably figured it out um you know there's there's so many options now for consumers you yeah. know there's there's a lot of there's a lot of really great Chromebooks and yeah and that's more. what
1: the the last couple of iterations of premium Chromebooks they've made not the 434 but the 436 and then the 425 it just kind of felt like that was their obligatory Chrome OS device, (laughs) but now they're sitting back going, wait, obviously there's something to this Chrome OS thing and we need to be competitive in the market. And that's exactly what they're doing with these devices.
2: Even when you think, think back to CES, the last CES we went to think about walking in in the, on the left side of the showroom, the big hallway, Samsung has a table of, what, eight or ten Chromebook, Mm -hmm. uh, Galaxy Chromebooks. And then they have a whole section of Galaxy Chromebook, and they're big thing, and they're huge, because they have a huge section at CES. But of their laptops, I mean, it took up a huge portion in two places. They have multiple of them highlighting them. It's a big deal. And then we go to Asus' booth, which is, their booth is probably an eighth of the size of what Samsung. I mean, Samsung takes up a huge area. It's up in a hotel and it was cool. I liked Sam Asus's booth, and they're not—they're not Samsung. You know, Samsung's a massive; it's one of the biggest companies in the world. I get that, but you know, we go to a smaller booth and go to an even smaller. I mean, it was almost like they set the Chromebooks on the end of a bar, like oh, and there's also potato chips and some pretzels here next to it, like. And it was just one. They had one of them sitting there, and then I think one of the. No, they had they had one in each color. That's what it was, and that was it. They had the white-backed one, because remember, it, and I don't even know if it ever shipped, but they had the one with like that pearlescent white back, and then they had the regular one. And that was it. And they were like, yep, there they are.
0: And remember that like, weird... We were
2: looking around like, "Where, where is this Chromebook at? And we finally find it, and it was like... This is it?
0: Remember like, those weird, uh, like photo booth things they yes. had <laughs> in the back, like these little white box things? You know, like, oh, like, yeah! It's like product photography like, and stuff. Like it. if someone's trying to like take a photo, they for, look like, like their changing Etsy rooms store. at a yeah.
1: at a department store. Yeah, but it was, it was
2: like, uh, if I want to take product, if I need to take product photos, you take product photos. Just send me them. Yeah. Like they're going to look like everybody else's. It's a white background. You yeah. can't do anything with that. Yeah. So it, Super weird. Anyway, it was just clear that. At Asus's booth, at least at CES, Chromebooks were an afterthought. And and the 436 felt that way. Like once we got it, it was like, yeah, this does feel like an afterthought. And it feels like the market has adjusted. Asus has adjusted. And they've just kind of come out swinging uh, here in 2021. And that's good. You know, the the Chromebook market needs that. Like we need Samsungs and Asuses of the world to take Chrome OS seriously. It pushes everybody else. You know, Acer's over here you know, doing their thing. And HP is clearly, you know, invested. You know, I think we put this on the website too. I think that coach Z tablet that looks like it's going to have every feature you could dream of in a tablet other than a super fast processor, probably going to be made by HP too. By the way, speaking of the new hardware, how about the HP with the rotating screen
1: that you, you oh, discovered right. a duley. while back? Yeah. yeah. So that's well, going to be Are they sending
0: us one. Did you say they were going to send us one? Oh, I thought we were talking about that. Yeah. That would I be sweet. I don't <laughs> Get us one. They just emailed makes-
1: and asked if we would be interested in checking out a new Chrome OS device that they have yet to announce. That's all that mm. they said. Okay, because they said we it noticed, could be we noticed, a, it could leave. be a
2: Chrome bit. <laughs>
1: It, it, For it all might, I know. Did
2: be. they generally say that? They just said a new device? <laughs> oh, okay. I was
0: like, it could be Coach C, man. You're holding that on me. I'm so confused. I mean, I'm a little foggy right now, but I'm just... I'm so uh, confused. There it's may or so may not devices. be an
1: embargo implied. I
2: don't know. We'll so, see. Yeah. So we'll see. You he doesn't might need it. We don't know. Knows, all, so. I'm putting the air quotes up. He doesn't know yeah. anything. Yeah. So, But but yeah. So, I mean, it's, it's just going to keep being more of this, uh, which is a little fatiguing because it's like... Phew, we just keep we just we filmed a review this week and it's like it's a lot of work. Reviews are a lot of work and it's not going to slow down anytime soon. I'll take the Chrome base <laughs> that That's we're right. not getting. <laughs> we, <laughs> we'll probably have
0: to buy it and 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 uh, yeah, we, like we've got we've got. I love doing unboxings because they're easy. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah. let's just tell the truth i'm just being honest Just tell the truth no and they're just fun like oh, i yeah. like unboxing like wow. that's it's more that's it's, it's just fun i don't know there's something fun about it but we do, we gotta we gotta get going on some reviews and i've been sick this week so we haven't we've got a, we've got one review we're working on now but more reviews coming soon uh we're definitely going to try to uh get in a habit here of of getting some more kind of social stuff, some teaser stuff as we're working on reviews and stuff like that. Um, Definitely, uh, if you haven't heard of our Patreon, uh, we are definitely going to be sharing some behind-the-scenes stuff over there to kind of early access to our thoughts on some of these devices. Um, So, yeah, lots of hardware, and I love it. I love it. I love hardware. It's it's what makes me tick. Like, Like services are cool. I love I love that we have Michael out there writing about all the services and those are all great because they're important and people need to know about what's going on with Google services. But man, hardware is so much fun. Yeah, especially when it's it's
2: happening the way it's happening right yeah, now. Yeah, it's it's like, like in twenty twenty it wasn't very fun. No, it's like a ghost <laughs> kind town. Sucked. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So uh, it it is nice to kind of be back on the horse yeah. that way and just seeing so like there's devices we haven't even messed with yet. Like oh yeah, the updated fourteen C which it's like you know do we unbox that thing i don't know like we'd have to probably maybe coax hp into sending us one cuz we maybe. have a whole unboxing and review of the 14c it literally is called the 14c still <laughs> just is same <laughs> it's just got the new processor yeah. in it and that's great i think companies need to do more of that like when you build a good chromebook just swap the board out inside and keep moving you exactly. know like i think that's great I don't, it doesn't in a crowded space it doesn't re- reserve the space it needs to have, or deserve—I'm sorry—space uh, for another review. Like, it's a lot of effort and a lot of work and time that goes into these things. If it's the exact same Chromebook, like yeah, yeah, but faster. Right. All right, cool. If you like this video, it is. Give <laughs> us a thumbs up. You know, like, <laughs> <laughs> we should do that.
0: We totally should. That would be funny. That would be funny. If you watch this video that's it that's it but faster yeah it's that device but a little faster yeah everything else is the same <laughs> <laughs> all righty folks i think that's it for today we appreciate you all tuning in and giving us a listen uh we're gonna we're gonna link everything that we can try to remember everything we talked about here and uh that's it for today we'll catch you all next week see you